This program is part of the Infinite Potato Alliance. Visit us at infinitepotato.com. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Attention, whoever you are, this channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Do I sound like I'm wearing a pizza? Hold on to your butt. And here we go. From the historic Infinite Potato Studios, this is Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. Smoke and mirrors, guys. Welcome to the movie factory. Hasta la vista, baby. Join us as we dive deep into all fandoms and genres of cinema and television. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. No gatekeeping. No toxic fandom. And monkeys might fly out of my butt. Now, only inches from a tall glass of Diet Mountain Dew. Just give me something without any sugar in it, okay? Here is your host, Sean Ray. Sean. Shawnee, if you're feeling a little loose. Never the Sean dog, because that's just lame. And I've never been one to chase balls. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. All right, it was a miracle. Can we go now? Keep the change, you filthy animal. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. My name is Sean Ray, and I'm something of a scientist myself. Joining me in the historic Infinite Potato Studios, we have Dave. How you doing, sir? Hey, man. How you doing? Doing Thanks great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> John is here as well. How's it going? John is here. John he is, is here. here. John is here. Hopefully, John does not die at the end. No, no, not the end of this one anyway. And uh, and Rick is here with us too. Rick, hey, how's it going? I, I generally try to avoid sticking to things, but I can't promise anything. <laughs> All right. So tonight we're going to have our full on discussion of uh, Spider Man No Way Home, just as I promised. It will be spoiler filled. So if you haven't seen the movie, you might not want to listen to this episode yet. But before we get to that, I thought we should take a minute or a few minutes and pay tribute to a few people in the entertainment world that we've lost since the last time that we did a show. And uh, at the top it's of the list, a long list. list. It's been, it's been well, a pretty deadly end of just, the year. Just, oh the, just, just the last few. So at the top of the list is the one that we lost most recently. As we're recording this, the news came out last night that Bob Saget died at the age of 65. He was in a hotel on the road uh, after having done a, a show in Florida. Uh, so Rick did it. No. Yep. With me. <laughs> and uh, he, was, uh, he was found dead in his hotel, which I know that a lot of celebrities have been found dead in hotels over the years, but they specified that there was no sign of drug use or foul play. Uh, so this seems to just be an unfortunate circumstance. I'm sure we'll eventually get word that, uh, it was a heart attack or a stroke or something yeah. like that. La- last report I saw a couple hours ago, they thought he was just, he was in bed. He yeah. was just laying in bed. Everything was, you know, everything was, it looked like he went to bed and just didn't wake up. And uh, yeah, they don't, they don't know why yet. But. He has a podcast. Uh, it's like called Bob Saget's listening to you or something like that. And um, he, he talks with different celebrities. He did an episode not long ago with uh, Scott Bakula, you know, and um but he did this thing over the over the lockdown that he 
put a thing out on his website. Hey, if you want to, if you want me to call and talk to you on the show, I'm going to do a cu- couple of special episodes where I'm just going to call and talk to random people about what's going on in their life with lockdown and stuff like that. And I listened to those episodes and he would just call these people and they would just tell him it was almost like a therapy session. You know, they would just tell him stuff that's going on, you know? Yeah. My mom, my mom had COVID, you know, she's dying in the hospital right now and I can't go see her and stuff like that. You know, he would just talked to him about it. And, uh, and, you know, it was surprising that he died at 65 because listening to him talk, he sounds like he like really kind of took care of himself. His wife is a, like a health influencer, you know, so, you know, diet and exercise is not something that's abnormal to him, but, uh, but sometimes, you know, the bill just comes due. So, yeah, I, I mean, by all reports, he was, you know, a really nice guy. Uh, I've never heard a bad word said about him. You know, it's funny, everybody, all, all the, the obituaries and, and articles start with him uh, being on Full House. But to me, he'll always be the, the first host of America's Funniest Home Videos. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of y'all saw him on that. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course. But uh, that, and, and if you've ever seen his stand-up, if you think Robin Williams had a foul mouth yeah. and you didn't expect him to, Saget was one of the he would make red fox blush yeah when he when, when he got off when he got off a of full house and he started doing stand-up after that he went very he went very blue because he wanted to distance himself from that mm-hmm. he he didn't want to be known as, he didn't mind being known as america's dad but he didn't want to be typecast and that's all he could play yeah so uh so yeah i mean full house later on fuller house and you know he was the original <laughs> host of afv um fantastic director too yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one thing that I I credit him is uh, he did a performance on an episode of Shameless. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Shameless, but mm-hmm. he uh, he played a filthy priest, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he was he was the guy. A couple of the characters were getting ready to get married, and they and they came to talk to the priest, and he was the priest, and he was he was like hung over and everything. And it was also the first time that I heard the term Alabama hot pocket. If you don't know what that <laughs> if you don't know what that is google it but don't eat while you google it and don't do it at work i'm i'm, I'm gonna stay happy in bliss of ignorance of that one thank you and don't click on the images yeah <laughs> yeah don't do that all right um Excuse me. and then on new year's eve we lost betty white and yeah. she was uh 99 about three weeks shy of her 100th birthday now she's been a staple on television for decades uh, of course, she's known for the Mary Tyler Moore show, the Golden Girls. She was a pioneer in hosting like game shows and doing radio work and stuff like that. But she was a hilarious woman. And we all wanted to see her make it to 100. But she didn't quite get there. But, um, but I like yeah. I like the, uh, the 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 things that were going around after she died, where it was basically saying, if you die at 99 and people say you died too soon, you've lived yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> she was that one thing that I wanted to point out with her is that she was an advocate for all sorts of things like animals. She also was involved in LGBTQ uh, causes, racial equality. As a matter of fact, she had her own variety show in the fifties and it was a big deal back then for a woman to be the host of a show and her name is in the title, you know, it's the Betty White show. And she had Arthur Duncan perform several times. He was a famous tap dancer. Um, well, I mean, he still is a famous tap dancer. He's still alive. But um, she was told 
to stop having him perform or she was going to lose her show. And she refused and she did lose her show. And she had a career after that. She had a successful career after that, but she was never the star of her own name to show after that. And she knew it would affect her career and she did it anyway. Did you guys want to say anything about Betty White? She was just, she was just incredible. Um, and, and, you know, one of the saddest things, and it didn't dawn on me until someone posted a picture. Now all of the main cast of the Mary Tyler Moore show are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that yeah. just broke my heart. It was, you know, the, the shot of the, the last, the last scene where they're all hugging and it's like everyone in that picture is now dead. And it's just, it's yeah. Golden girls too. All, all the, all, the whole cast from the golden girls are gone yeah. now too. I, I have so. a very, I have gallows humor. <laughs> like I'm a weird, <laughs> like, and my, my, well, you know, I love Betty White. My wife loves her. My sister loves her. And I sent my sister a picture. I guess it looked like a coloring page of basically skeletons with wigs on it said golden ghouls on it. And she was like, too soon. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, my wife's been watching a lot of Betty White stuff recently. We started, we started watching um, life with Elizabeth over on Amazon. I think it, I think it is like one of her like her old one of her old shows and um like i think it's like episode two or three she's kind of flirting with the guy across the street and uh he comes over and it's joe cranston it's brian cranston's dad oh it is so weird it's just like super super it's like the year after i love lucy started and i'm like lucy beat her by that much like is but yeah it's Mm. it's really interesting to watch but Hulu, hulu just started showing the uh there's a sitcom called the golden palace mm-hmm. and it was uh it was after the golden girls uh stopped b arthur mm-hmm. had left and they wanted to keep doing the show so they just did they did aftermath you know but it was uh Ooh. but it was uh the golden <laughs> palace and it was uh it was uh uh all, all everybody except for uh dorothy and they opened a hotel or something like that and it lasted like a season and then it was canceled yeah they just started showing that and of course she was on there's a sitcom that came on tv land for a long time called hot in cleveland and she was a regular character on that too better than that show are the bloopers from that show just like betty white riffing and just (laughs) cursing and talking smack (laughs) it's so good uh and of course we can't forget about uh sydney portier um yeah a classic film actor that i can't i can't really speak about because in all honesty the only film of his that I remember seeing is in the heat of the night. Um, but I know you never seen to serve with love. No, I, 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 I know. Dinner? Dude, you just start naming movies. <laughs> I just told you, uh, I know that he had a huge Very surprising. contribution to Hollywood and his presence in film, like paved the way for a lot of men and women of color that came after him. They but uh, Tids. yeah, I didn't realize that in the heat of the night was the first of it, like a trilogy. That yeah. He did because uh-huh. uh, they did they called me mr tibbs and there was another one called the organization that he was in that played the same character mm-hmm. so and it's I, you know it's very maligned those other two but they're they're actually pretty good i think like see my mom and dad used to watch the the show all the time me too and so it was <laughs> it was a few years later i didn't oh, realize that yeah, it was a I movie first so i went back and watched the movie it's a really good movie mm-hmm but, I mean, I think those other two movies are biggest sin is that they're not as nearly as good as in the heat of the night. They're still pretty good. Yeah. Just not nearly as good. <laughs> right, let me, let me ask y'all something. Cause I haven't, I keep meaning to look it up. I've just, I've, you know, I've been so sick that just, you know, 
being motivated to do anything other than maybe click something has just not been there. Was Poitier on any TV series like back in this in this the seventies? Mm-hmm. Like starring like, on or appeared ever well like starring on because for some reason i seem to remember seeing him more on tv than in movies because i you know it, it's it it's very unusual that i have actually seen any of his movies because he's not generally in the kind of movies i watch but i did see to serve with love a few times um over the course of my life but i just i thought i remembered him it could be you're just remembering seeing his movies on tv it, it could be you know, that would be my yeah, yeah. i think that's probably what it was uh sydney portier but he's you know he's been a star you know capital letters underlined a star as long as i can remember so it's like i mean he did several tv movies and tv miniseries in the 90s early Mm -hmm. 2000s yeah i mean he did a tv well this is back in the 50s he did a tv series called the philco television playhouse Mm -hmm. uh a little before my time Pond's yeah. theater <laughs> yeah he did do some in the in the 90s he did some tv miniseries he did three or four of them okay, maybe uh, he was just like on a lot of variety stuff, so, you know yeah. appeared on shows and stuff and i just yeah you know, michael douglas and dick cavett and all those talk shows that all right so spider-man no way home the movie that marvel fans and spider-man fans have been waiting for forever finally came just before christmas uh and so did i (laughs) (laughs) what'd you guys think of it rick what'd you think of uh, no way home i loved it i absolutely enjoyed every minute of it it was great um it was notable for us in that it was the first time that sharon and emily and i all went to a movie together uh you know because usually the way our schedules fall one of us will take Sharon to a movie, <laughs> but uh, we all three went together and we loved well, it. Didn't you, didn't you say she went to see Ghostbusters with you too? Oh, maybe it was Ghostbusters. You're right. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm, <laughs> my, my brain is, wait a minute. Was it, was Ghostbusters first? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then, then that was the first one we all saw together. We also all went and saw Spider-Man together too, um, which is another great thing. Sharon is finally of the age where, we can all go to see, we don't, you know, we don't have to go, oh, who's going to watch Sharon? I was like, oh, Sharon, you want to see Spider-Man? Yeah. Like, all right, cool. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Um, uh, I, I, you know, only have it, I've only seen it the one time when it, you know, so some of the memories of it are a little vague, but uh, I, I enjoyed all the performances, you know, uh, um, oh, the guy that played Octavius, uh, he was also in Raiders. Alfred Molina. Yeah. Fred Molina. Uh, and watching him and, and Willem Dafoe just chew on every bit of scenery they could get near was awesome. Uh, you know, it was just, it was fun. The mm. one they, you know, they, they weren't going, let's make Spider-Man gritty. It was just like, we're going to have a blast with this movie. And they did. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I, I don't think anything was particularly surprising. There were no great reveals or anything. It was just a fun superhero movie, and I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, when I when I watched it, I was like, I bet Rick is loving this, and I bet he hates it. He loves it. Oh, <laughs> because I, you I, you don't I like, like multiverse stuff. <laughs> I, and and I even said that at one point. I said that to my wife while we were watching. I'm like, because she's like, you're enjoying multiverse. I'm like, yes, they're doing it in a way that I'm because you know they're not 
what they're not doing is what DC does. And forgive me, Dave, but uh, the, the I don't know what you that, said yet. Um, the thing that DC <laughs> does with their multiverse that drives me up the wall is it's like, we're going to kill this character and then go get number 42 of him and bring him back so that they're not dead anymore. And they're a little bit different, but it's, you know, at least that's what they kept doing on the flash. And it was driving me crazy. Um, you know, there, oh, there were with no wells. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, okay. You know, and that, that kind of stuff where it was like, if we, if we kill off a character and it turns out that that character was making money for us, well, we've got 400 others of them, you know, just all over there on earth 12 and uh you know but the 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 way marvel is doing the multiverse they're all different and and i i i'm sort of digging that i i'm liking the way they're 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 doing it they're handling it in a way that's not making me crazy that's not sucking away consequence from anything that happens in the universe we happen to be watching Mm -hmm. did you did you happen to see crisis on infinite earths from cw at that point, I had given up on the Flash. I, I watched I the first you. four seasons and just it just got real repetitive. And I, was like, they, I felt like they did a really good job with the multiverse over there doing that. You know, we actually had Ezra meet Gustin. We had two or three different Supermen. Like they, they did a they did a fair job paying homage to the old stuff. And that's one of the things I love about No Way Home is they pick picking up where the characters left off. Yeah. kind of giving us a wrap-up to those characters but also seeing those characters all interact and seeing the the different versions of those characters and celebrating uh the different versions of those characters um i was a big fan of how they did that here mm-hmm. yeah i was kind of uh cautiously optimistic to see the spider-man film i'm out i was excited but we had seen so much stuff we had heard so many rumors that I was afraid that they were going to do some of the stuff that Infinite Earths did that I didn't like, like announce all these people that's going to be in it. And then it's just like Burt Ward walking his dog and he has <laughs> nothing to do with the plot at all. You know, that's but all I needed. That's all I needed for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But just, I mean, everybody that was involved in this was pretty central to what was going on. You know, they had something big to do in the film. And nobody, nobody was just showing up and just had a couple of lines and then disappearing. You know, it was, it was, it was pretty inclusive. You know, if so there, I, yeah, if there was a big surprise, if there was a big reveal, it was that there were no cameos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even even uh, Murdoch seemed weighty, even for like the three minutes he was on screen. It seemed like there was some weight to it. But that's possibly just because it was also like, by the way, this is in universe now. And like, finally, I didn't waste my time watching all that Netflix stuff. Yeah. <laughs> not that yeah. I thought, not that I thought it was anyway, because they were fantastic. See, I, I didn't even and know. Of course, that, of course, my wife and I were going, okay, it's him, it's him. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went to see it with my son and I didn't know that that was going to happen. And when he showed up, I was like, oh, is he going to have something to do with it? But of course he didn't. But, you know, but it was it was cool to see him and it was cool to say, OK, this is included now. Mm-hmm. No. Everything but Iron Fist. No, I'm kidding. no, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I want to see Heroes for Hire like properly on Disney Plus, like Luke Cage. Because, you know, that's the, the same week this is, came out. We also had Kingpin show up on Hawkeye, you know, so it's very exciting yeah <laughs> john what about you what do you think i thoroughly enjoyed it i was so i saw it um 
day after Christmas, maybe day or two after Christmas. Yeah, I saw it on which, Christmas Day. So yeah, which was what it had been out for like a week and a half at that point, maybe. So you know, the internet is the internet, <laughs> and uh, fun fact, I don't like getting spoiled on stuff. Mm-hmm. So I had heard at this point rumors had begun to to solidify you know oh is 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 he going to be in it is he going to be in it is he going to be in it well at this point you know there's stills are starting to pop up on the facebook feed a, yeah he's definitely in it yeah but that doesn't necessarily show how much he's in it but like i'm like okay i don't want to you know it was it was a race against the clock for me to, yeah yeah <laughs> to, to have to to enjoy any surprises so i didn't know uh i didn't know matt murdoch was going to be in it. I, th- I think like that i think that morning uh the, there was something that that indicated to me that he was probably going to be in it i had i didn't know for certain that the other spider-man was going to show up so that was nice uh, i i figured they i i thought that they would but i didn't know that they would Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew Doc Ock was going to be there because, I, like, I could like there was no avoiding that one. Um, I knew, and yeah, I think there was like there was there was straight up like there was an interview with three villains that that popped up. It was well, shit. I guess they're in it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess they're the bad guys. So yeah, but even I didn't know what the plot was, um, and I didn't really know what capacity anybody was doing anything. Uh, so that was it was it was it was great um i just i had never seen um amazing spider-man 2 like i didn't i didn't because i didn't really like the first one and i was like ah i'll get around to it and you know 10 years later (laughs) (laughs) when when did it come out it was just like 2013 yeah something like that so um I just maybe a couple of months ago, um, I was like, you know, I don't think I've ever, I never did see it, and I was kind of on a Spider-Man because because uh, I think I, we had watched um, uh, Homecoming, and uh, oh, you know what? No, I made them, I made them, I made them watch <laughs> Spider-Man too. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, this is the best Spider-Man movie. <laughs> so you guys need to watch this. I didn't show them Spider-Man 1 first. Oh. Uh, well, uh, because they knew who he was. I don't know how you folks do this. People who no, say, it's, oh, it's, watch it's, Star Trek 2, you don't need to see the motion picture. Watch Star Trek 4, you don't need the other. It's, how it's, do you... It's not my standard. Typically, I do go one to one to one, but they're two, three, like, four, and six. That's all you need with Star Trek. They're, you know, they're, <laughs> we're talking, we're talking like eight and ten. You know, there's a limited attention span. If I, yeah. so I gotta, I gotta hook them. <laughs> hey, what, I gotta hook them with the best one. One of my oldest friends, when we were like, we were, we were teenagers, and he was like, "Oh, you got to watch U.S. Marshals." I said, oh, "I haven't seen The Fugitive yet." He's like, "It doesn't matter." I'm like, "Of course it matters." <laughs> it, it didn't matter. The um, amazing, the amazing Spider-Man <laughs> between, between those two. Amazing but, Spider-Man uh, Two is, I mean, it's not the best written movie, was, but visually, it was great. 
It was and fine. Great I, I, yeah, I, I think I liked it. You know what I didn't like about it? And I, I think this is a common complaint, I guess, um, about the Andrew Garfield. It, he was just cocky. Mm-hmm. I found him, I found him to be cocky. And it's Spider Man supposed to be cocky. Though. It's one thing. Let me yeah. finish. It's one thing for Spider Man to be cocky, but Peter was cocky. Yeah, that that's, was my that, problem with them too. That's what I didn't. So I I didn't love that rendition, and I didn't see any particular reason that I needed that rendition because I got a hundred other Spider Man shows and movies to watch. So I'm like, hey, it's fine. Yeah, I'm so not. I'm sure. not. I wasn't. I wasn't shitting on them, but it's it wasn't my thing. After the Prodigy uh, review, I'm seeing a pattern with your opinions you just don't like cocky characters that's <laughs> <laughs> it depends it depends i like lorca cockier than him look I, I, you, he I, could I, be I, like the worst piece of shit ever but just because jason isaacs is playing him i'm like yes yeah. yes give us <laughs> more I, it's not i i don't it's not that i didn't like cocky it's that i didn't like peter parker cocky mm-hmm. that's like the antithesis of his character but i did i i, I finally saw the second one um because you know what it was because I, I think i saw some clip from something and i didn't know what it was, was like, oh this must be that marvel movie that i didn't <laughs> this must be that one marvel movie uh, actually it's probably more than one but it's must be the one <laughs> spider-man movie that i didn't see was that the one uh, with topher grace's venom no no that was spider-man that was i'll lose track of who was in what it when and <laughs> which also was not terrible it wasn't terrible no it would but you know compared to the first two not great it's like it's, it's, yeah. it's got the it's got the matrix stink on it like you know <laughs> after you've hit that high it's it's hard to it's hard to live up to that with a sequel yeah. anyway um so i i am i didn't know that i would have had have had you seen all of the spider all of those movies before you saw this one, Rick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah I saw them all. No, when I they know came, you had. When they That's came what, out. That wasn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I've I've seen all of the all of the 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 Marvel uh, superhero movies. Yeah, I was. You said there were no uh, surprises. I was surprised. Um, Aunt May was a surprise. Yeah. But that that was less of a you know oh my god they did it was it was more of like holy shit they did that all right mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think I, was... I think they did get a little gritty <laughs> they did get a little gritty on this one a little but yeah you know well no I mean like... but that, yeah no, I, I yeah but just in terms of um, I did not see that coming yeah but you know that's that's the best I didn't see that coming which is they laid everything out for you thought it makes perfect sense but you still didn't see it coming that's like mm-hmm. you know that's how you do it that's how you do it i mean mm-hmm. I, I can't say i'm happy they did that but they did it in a way no. that was that was it fit the plot it worked it was it was and they didn't undo it no but, it was yeah. very it it's it was very spider-verse you know because you think because you know the story of spider-man so when you see things happening you know okay well i know how this is going but then the thing happens like oh this is a different version and then this version that happens and so the story is always the same but the story is different every time Mm -hmm. and they and they've established that that's a a spider-man thing it's great i think yeah i think it worked and but i can never truly be happy about less marissa tomei 
Yeah. Oh, no, no one's happy about it. Yeah, see, the whole <laughs> thing. The, the, I'm sorry, did I, did I say I was happy? I'm not happy. Nope. Nope, you didn't. I'm yeah, just... a, a lot of people are saying that, well, they had to kill Aunt May because we never saw him kill Uncle Ben. But that, that doesn't mean that the whole Uncle Ben thing didn't happen. We just no. had, we just didn't see it. Because the Uncle, ben, the Uncle Ben death is necessary for him becoming Spider-Man because Uncle Ben died because of his negligence. Mm-hmm. Aunt yeah. May didn't die because he was negligent. She was just in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know. Mm-hmm. But she, I mean, yes, she was, but she died. She died to teach him a different lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't the great power comes great responsibility because he. Got well, she did that. say that right. She before. she did say it, but but <laughs> the lesson that he but he already knew that. I mean, <clears throat> you know, it, because he said that in uh, uh, Civil War. You know, if you can do the things that I can do and you don't, you know, then it's on you. It's effectively yeah. the same thing. But she, you know, he told her to get clear. Like, and uh, from the beginning, they were even there because she was like, "No, we need to help these people." You know, I was like, "Okay, well, we'll try to help them." Yeah. And you know, Goblin goes bad. And he told her to get clear, and she did. She was still trying to defend him, basically. Like she was still trying to help. It, the lesson was, even if it's dangerous, you have to stand up and try to do the right thing. And she mm-hmm. she she died because of that. She could have run. She could have run. I mean, he probably yeah. would have chased her and killed her. But I mean, she that's not the choice she made. Doctor Strange was a little out of character, but he he was a little more careless than we've seen him in the past. But I could almost believe that being blipped <laughs> might do that to him. I don't you know? know that he was. Yeah, careless. I don't how, think how so. How do you how do you? Because it's, it just doesn't seem like him to just willy nilly. Okay, and I'll make a spell, then I'll make it. I'll make everybody forget you, and all this kind of stuff. It just is, it just didn't seem like something that the Doctor Strange that I've seen so far would just say. Okay, yeah, I'll do that. Oh, I I disagree, and especially like I feel like I feel like he would have said no, that's too dangerous, and then Wong is like, no, don't do that, and he's like, uh huh. So you don't think I can do this? Yeah, All right, come on, kid. Let's do this. <laughs> well, uh, no, I, okay. I think I, I think it's, I don't think it's a question of carelessness. I think it's a question of arrogance. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, he, I can. Oh, this fine. This is no, no problem. Pish posh. I got this covered. Like there's he. It's not. He doesn't conceive that he could fuck up the spell because he's Doctor Strange, and I never fuck up anything because I'm Doctor Strange. And he, you yeah. know, but he didn't he forgot he was dealing with Peter Parker. <laughs> He's like, do you know what I did to stop Thanos? I've got this. <laughs> I've saved the universe by myself. I'm good. I'm sorry. saying apparently it's not a difficult spell because they used it to forget the toga party of 93 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> did anybody notice that? Okay, so he's doing the spell and he, he, he tells Peter after the spell fails, fails, he tells Peter, hey, you made me change it six times. But then Peter corrected him and said, I only made you change it five times. Because Peter says, no, MJ's got to remember me. No, Ned's got to remember me. Aunt May's got to remember me. Happy's got to remember me. And then he says, basically everybody who knew my identity before needs to know it now. But then he said, well, you you made me change it six times. So Strange changed it the sixth time himself because he didn't want to forget him. And that's why, because they had to, they had to bring it, they had to make it the Sinister Six, right? So there's only, so there's five <laughs> villains, and there's five villains, and then the sixth one is Venom that we see at the end, you know, uh, which he was, he was in Mexico, he wasn't in New York, so he never got to be involved. 
But he <laughs> did leave I feel, a little. I feel piece like you're at the whiteboard with the with the Charlie and the and the yeah. The, but okay, sure. I don't, so let's I, talk about know. Andoria Four, shall we? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean they they wanted to they wanted to do the Sinister Six, so this is the Sinister Six, right? They've I been think... talking about doing a Sinister Six movie forever. <laughs> well, here you go. <laughs> All right, I okay. You know what? I, I gotta give. This I don't movie see credit. that there, but I'm not gonna tell you it's not there. I gotta give this movie credit for one thing. Um, only one? Yeah. Well, <laughs> only one thing. Jamie Fox was a elector. I've got the the actor's name right, right? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I did not like him in his movie at all. Mm-hmm. He was great in this one. I yeah. love yeah. the character in this one because yeah, I think that's better writing. Yeah. Because this is not. Here's another another theory. This is not the same Electro from from Spider uh, Amazing Spider Man Two. This is a different Electro. He completely okay. looked different. Plus the fact that he, everybody that came over was people that knew that Peter Parker was Spider Man. Electro never found that out in Amazing Spider Man Two, didn't he? So right. he never found that out. So hmm. this is a different Electro. That's why he's not nerdy and everything. You know, well, he's, I just he's Jamie Fox. I was just thinking like because he wasn't nerdy after he became Electro in Amazing Spider-Man 2. But if you could demolecularize yourself and then like reconstitute yourself, wouldn't you reconstitute yourself looking like current Jamie Foxx and not like Amazing well, Spider-Man? Yeah, it's that, also that, like Jamie Foxx is like, I, I'll come do your movie, but I'm not going to dress like that. Yeah, <laughs> I did like that they did just the outline of the that that the, the, the face mask thing yeah that <laughs> and, was a nice touch and they did they did mention the fact that he they're like hey whatever what happened to you you look different than you used to yeah you know it's like come on i man. mean I I, <laughs> I I yeah some somebody posted that on the strand up handed page and, I, and that was my answer too like because uh, whatever his receding hairline is i'm like he's made of energy like any yeah <laughs> any physical form that you see is just his you know projection of himself so yes he's going to project the himself that he feels is the most is the handsome version yeah now, he's let me, dr let me manhattan you. who hasn't figured out how to be dr manhattan yet yeah right do any of y'all know i it didn't it didn't even occur to me to look this up did they de-age fred molina or is he just living well because he didn't look any different from they de-aged everyone they did okay <laughs> yes <laughs> To a point, I don't think they went as far as like Michael Douglas or anything. I think it right. mainly I think it was just they they dyed his hair and we you know, once he puts those sunglasses on and everything, there's not a they just uh, airbrush. Yeah. They just airbrush some of his wrinkles out or whatever. The real wonder was Defoe. Yeah. Well, Defoe is kind of timeless. He he's always just looked <laughs> 45 and veiny <laughs> no do a quick google search they de-aged the hell out of that man okay. <laughs> he looks like an old catcher's mitt now <laughs> he I'm glad looks I, like the guy from the lighthouse <laughs> i liked um and i and i only saw it once and i'm i'm looking forward to seeing it again uh when it's available but i, I liked that uh even some of the shots were very Sam Raimi type, like directing, like touch so good, so good, mm-hmm. so good in every way. I thought it was strange that they that Sandman didn't take his human form until almost the end of the movie. Uh, so Tom Thomas Hayden Church was just voicing a CGI character through most of it. You know? It was weird, but it didn't bother me. Just I was fine with it. I'm like I, for, I for whatever reason they decided to do it. I was, I was like okay. 
What did you say, Rick? I said, I, I could have honestly, if any character could have been excised from the movie, Sandman really, I didn't think played that big of a role. But that just may be my bias. I don't care for the character. I mean, the actor was fine. I just, I, I don't find it a particularly compelling villain. I, I like he's his... sort of an in-between. But... I, I, he was but... easily the best part of Spider-Man 3. That's not a high bar. No. <laughs> no, I'm trying to give him a little something. See, I, I don't did... even know if I would say that. I did like... I think Bad Peter was the best part of Spider-Man 3. Cotter Oberst Peter. Yes. Bright Eyes Peter. Yeah, <laughs> da- Dancing Peter. Yeah. Twisted Disco Peter. <laughs> Um, I did like his arc. It sounds like a condition you have to get a shot for. Um, I I felt like after the the second time through the collider or whatever it was that did it to him, I don't remember. I thought he just couldn't reconstitute. And if he had been able to head back, get back into like human form before Peter cured him, then a lot of that weight would have been taken away when he does cure him. So I thought that's why they did that. And also, yeah. maybe it's it's just a different universe thing. Maybe there's a slight different molecular gravitational something, and it's just tougher for him to maintain his structural integrity. The blah blah blah, the science blah mm-hmm. blah blah. I did like well, that they got rid of uh, they got rid of Go- Green Goblin's mask like really early on because yes. you know and a lot of times when you bring uh, big names into comic book uh movies they don't want to wear the mask the well the filmmakers don't want to put a mask on them the whole time because anyone can wear the mask we've got this big name we won't want to cover his face up that's why (laughs) in uh that's why in a lot of spider-man movies spider-man takes his mask off a lot (laughs) when he's probably when he probably shouldn't because they're they don't want to cover up his face the whole time so robert downey jr (laughs) yeah yeah so uh so yeah they just destroyed the mask uh immediately so that you know, they could just keep his face uncovered. Which Willem Dafoe's face is the goblin. Why would you cover <laughs> that up in the first place? It was Which a imagined. couple of days after I saw the movie, I was watching the original Spider-Man. I just had it on in the background while I was doing some other stuff. And my wife came into the room and sat down and started watching it. And uh, Goblin was on the screen and she was like, why doesn't his mouth move? when he talks it's like well i mean it's 2002 they didn't really it's like well, plus and the, i mean and the, it's a mask i mean yeah. mouth doesn't move either. The, the conceit was it's a military protective face covering shield helmet yeah. blah 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 so yeah <laughs> but that looked like a goblin yeah. so now uh ned, <laughs> ned has dr strange powers for reasons and uh, he opens up a couple of portals and and brings in Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire into the into the story. So, and I they go and talk. Fine. He had he had Strange's but ring. He has. Know? He's he's you know he's got some magical abilities. It doesn't make him doctor. He doesn't have Doctor Strange powers. Yeah, and Doctor Strange had a problem doing opening the portal in his movie because he was so arrogant. But Ned doesn't have that arrogance. He's just he's the like, opposite of arrogance. He's just like, oh, I accidentally did it. I don't know yeah, he happened. just like waved his hand and whoa, there's a portal. And then, and then he couldn't Spider-Man. close it, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he still so, had trouble opening it. I saw I, I was okay. They go and they talk to Peter because this is after Aunt May dies. And uh and that's when we kind of find out some stuff that happened after their respective movies. Mainly the Andrew Garfield's character went dark after Gwen Stacy was killed and he said he stopped pulling his punches. Like that really makes me want to see the Amazing Spider-Man yes. three. I want to yes. like that movie. <laughs> I'd like to see Dark and Gritty Spider-Man. <laughs> John's like, I don't know. That sounds really cocky. <laughs> well, I, I, I just don't know that it would be that interesting a story. 
I think it could be. I I would. It love, could be. I want to um, see it. I want to see. I want to see Sp- Amazing Spider-Man three, and I want to see that like be the first. I want. I want Emma Stone as as Ghost Spider as uh, Spider Gwen. Yeah. Well, she's dead. I mean, <laughs> that one is. We just saw multiverse, man. Well, that I, one is. I did like you know when uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man saved MJ from mm-hmm. basically the same death. And uh, that was that was, that was yeah that was a good scene. Are you all right? Mm-hmm. Are you all right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I love Zendaya, by the way. I just want to just she has yeah. blown me away in every one of these movies as MJ. She's just fantastic. Oh, we um, actually got. I guess we got the the confirmation that she is Mary Jane. Technically, yeah. Well, she's she's his MJ. That's what they said mm-hmm. a couple of times. This is you know because Gwen Stacy was my what? MJ. Mm-hmm. Well, they actually said. Yeah, her, her, yeah, her name. Her name was Watson. Michelle Michelle Jones Watson. Is her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she was like, "I don't use Watson." Like, oh, I don't yeah. know about that. I'm just, I'm MJ. Yeah, I, I like the bit about the what was it the they were reading the rumors or or and using his spider hypnosis like as you wish, my spider lord. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So they. It all culminates in this big fight scene at the Statue of Liberty, which the Statue of Liberty is under construction because they're adding a Captain America shield to it and oh. other things. Um, I like that all that stuff just kind of falls off of yes. it by the end of it. You know, uh, did you notice that in the trailer? Uh, in the trailer, there was that big shot of like three of the villains flying in from this side and one spider-man and then in the actual film it's all three spider-man mm-hmm. um, no you can't yeah. trust a marvel trailer man <laughs> no uh-uh no, i'll take good. you out i do like that i do like that they do that was anyone just you right i i was happy with it but i saw so many people say oh obviously the, because look we had set pictures leaking i couldn't avoid it for six months before the movie came out and everyone was like look the climax is happening on the Statue of Liberty. We're doing multiverse. That means the X Men are going to show up. I was so happy the X Men did not show. Oh up. no, that would have been. I was I like, would have been too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I have friends like friends over at Stranded Panda, like Matt. You know, who's oh man, like did you see like when Strange with like all the different people were coming through? He pointed out that there was apparently I didn't see it a stork, like from Wandavision. <laughs> Mephisto, <laughs> Mephisto, Mephisto stork. I did see like the the, the uh, rhino. I did see the rhino in Yeah, there. the only one that I remember clearly seeing was the rhino. I, now I was watching it. I saw it at the drive-in. You know, so like there were some headlights. It wasn't the <laughs> yeah. It wasn't necessarily the best cinematic viewing experience. So I couldn't like so like fuzzy details. Oof. I was not going to be able to to make out, but I. I did clearly remember seeing um, the rhino, and I want to say uh, like other versions of the, the villains that we already saw. Like I, I don't know. I was really hoping that Miles Morales would show up at some point in this, but it they, was not to be. Didn't we <laughs> see him in the? Wasn't there an after credits thing? I'm, no, that they, was uh, they referenced him. They referenced him kind of because yeah. uh jamie fox was like well you know you're from queens you know blah, blah, blah. i just kind of in there a black spider-man yeah. yeah in there a black spider-man or something like that yeah. like, i'm yeah. sure I, yeah mine. i like I'll i said it, you know, some of the details are, are kind of vague because it's been what a month um but 
yeah I, I thought i saw him but yeah yeah i think you're you're, you're right they just mentioned it but yeah. yeah he was definitely referenced yeah um did did, did anybody think that toby mcguire spider-man was dead uh no i uh, i not really i i kind of think that if he had died okay so on the one hand if he had died i think it would have been a little too much because mary jane i mean uh uh exactly had already died that was my thinking but on the other hand they played he got stabbed and then they played it off like oh yeah i'm fine i get stabbed all the time or something like that my back hurts now when andrew garthfield and toby mcguire (laughs) were popping each other's back i love that scene (laughs) yeah but as much as I wanted to see Spider-Gwen, as much as I wanted to see Miles Morales, because look, Into the Spider-Verse is still my favorite Spider-Man movie, period. Uh, but I do I do think having them there would have not served the Peter Parker storyline. Yeah, that's true. He needed, the, yeah, he, he needed all of them. If we, we could have just, maybe in the sky when we saw those villains, maybe if we could have just seen Spider-Ham coming through or something like that. <laughs> oh, no, I'll do you one better maybe than that. Maybe you did. I'll do you one better than that. I wish I wish we had gotten Nicholas Hammond from the old 70s Spider-Man show. Yeah, he, actually, as like an he old... actually made a comment that he, he would like to have been involved, but he wasn't yeah. he wasn't invited. So yeah, well I'm fine with that because nobody watching that movie would have known who he was. <laughs> <laughs> I would no, have nobody, nobody but the Marvel super nerds would I don't know that he would have fit in that climax at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he, like he didn't have to like fight, but just even, yeah. even if he had just made a cameo, like like uh, yeah, but like, only uh, if he Eddie. was hanging from Eddie. a wire, climbing up yeah. the outside of the building, trying not to swing away from, <laughs> not not even climbing, just hanging on to the Doing side of the building. Like <laughs> because they used to just put him on the side of the building and then just fly around in a helicopter yes. taking pictures of him just hanging there and not moving. Yeah, um, or you okay. jump onto the ceiling and they just flip the camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So in the end, uh, Peter has Doctor Strange make everyone forget about him, including MJ and Ned. And then uh, Peter finds MJ and he plans to make her remember, but he realizes that she's only going to get hurt. You know, he sees that Band-Aid on her face and he's like, it's better that she doesn't get involved in what what I'm doing, you know. So, and I want to point out, MJ and Ned are not in a relationship. I, I, there was a, what? There was no, a, different. Was that a thing? <laughs> there was a, said that? There was a, another the podcast internet, that I was sure. listening to that they were arguing about that it looked like they were in love. And I'm like, no, it didn't. They're just <sighs> friends. MJ and Ned did not get together at the end they of the didn't, movie. No, so. there was no indication that there was anything beyond friendship. Yeah. So, so and we did, and then we got the mid credit scene where Venom is also here. But he's still in Mexico, so he got left out of the whole thing, and uh, and then he gets sent sent back when everything uh, goes back to normal. But he lives a, leaves a little bit of his uh, symbiont goo behind. So uh, mm-hmm. if you had never seen uh, Venom, let there be carnage. There was a post credit scene. Uh, 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 well, uh, I mean, it, it's the ah. Uh, <laughs> We said we're talking spoilers for this movie. Take take your headphones off. Take your headphones headphones off, off. John. Fine. There was a mid-credit scene (laughs) in that film where uh, uh, he gets transported into the MCU, but he's in Mexico when it happens. So he's in Mexico and he sees on the television, he sees J. Jonah Jameson telling everyone that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So we know he's in the MCU. And then when this movie starts, you know, I'm kind of wondering, well, where where is he? I mean, he didn't show up. No, 
at the end of it, he's still in Mexico. He's drinking. <laughs> I didn't. Okay. I didn't even realize the second Venom movie had come out because I really didn't enjoy the first one. And uh, second one was pretty good. The second, the second Venom movie is. I'm just good. finding I don't like Tom Hardy, and it's. It, it, I mean, oh, I saw the first one. I saw I the may first one. I have on you, sir. The second one. I've Tom Hardy is awesome. I have. I mean, I've seen him in Star Trek. I've seen him in Batman. I've seen him in in Venom, and I just I saw him in in Mad Inception? Max, which was a great movie that absolutely didn't need his presence at all. Uh, you know, Fury Road, Mad Max could have, Max could have not been in that movie, and it would have been the same film. You didn't like him in uh, Batman? Not really. I mean, I didn't dislike him, but it was. I mean that. I, I didn't particularly care for that movie. I like. I mean, didn't join the MCU until I was a man. Mm-hmm. I, look, yeah. I I I like Tom Hardy. I've I've seen the first Venom. I watched the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. I didn't. I don't know if it was how the character was written or how he portrayed him. But it was. I was like, you got to be more charismatic than that. Like, <laughs> like I get that you're not dashing. But man, you look like shit, and you're not like that. I mean, that it they they play it as though it takes so much energy. Venom no, is using so much of his energy I, that he's I get just, that. But he's like, even yeah. before that, he's not. He's he's what was it? Ratso Rizzo was that the Dustin Hoffman guy who just kind of just kind of squirrely yeah. all the yeah. time? I'm like, that's not you. You can't be a good investigative reporter if you're. Well, in the in the almost the whole uh, let there be carnage, he's dressed as Eddie Murphy from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I mean, he's wearing. If you look at a side by side of Tom Hardy and Let There Be Carnage, Eddie Murphy and Beverly Hills Cop, he's wearing the same clothes, the lion's jacket and everything. Always, you know. I keep in mind, I have not seen the Venom movies. I keep, I just kind of spoil myself on them because I'm like, I don't really care. I will go back and watch them now, especially. But wasn't the point of Eddie Brock is that he was always like kind of a shitbag who didn't know how to do anything correctly? Like he was never like a good investigative journalist or photographer or anything that they made him. That, was, that certainly came through. Yes. That's why he was always so well, susceptible but, but, to the Venom symbiote. Because like that was the only way he was ever anything. But in yeah. this in the in the first one, it's not like he's bad at it. He's he's he seems like he should be bad at it, but it, but apparently he just he's he's not. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like when you got a mediocre actor and but the role is written that he's the most handsome person ever, so everybody's got to treat him that way, even though like you're looking at him like I don't see I'm not I don't how I mean I mean in certain, <laughs> even in certain iterations like he wasn't great he just wasn't and he wasn't bad he just. And then you have someone like Peter Parker taking pictures of Spider Man, and yeah, you know, oh, well, I'm not gonna go with Eddie Brock. He doesn't know. I'll go with this Parker kid. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm good with him being kind of just a mediocre. Like I'm good enough at my job that I'm not fired, but I'm also a piece of shit. Yeah, well, I, he's I also guess. he can't he can't really get fired because he's kind of in the movie. He's like freelance blogging or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's not. He doesn't really. <laughs> Now I'll admit I don't have the same animosity for Venom like I do for like Ant Man. I just I'm just kind of like ambivalent to Venom. Oh, I hate Ant Man. You haven't heard me go off about Ant Man. But those I have not yet. No. Oh, we will. <laughs> See the the, the, the thing In about three, the Venom movies is two. like like I said before, 
they're they've not, all heard they're, this they're before, not good so. movies they're not good movies but they're fun you know oh, they're fun i didn't movies. i didn't dislike the first one it was fine you're talking about no, no, no. Um, oh, Venom. 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 No, I'm, I, I'm I, trying to avoid like getting him. into Ant-Man because we'll... <laughs> All I'll say is that Ant-Man did break the universe with the techno- with, with the uh, the rules of the, the science. It did break the universe. Yeah. yeah that's, that's Yeah. <laughs> Internal consistency <laughs> is all I ask of a movie. <laughs> All right, so um, I, I, I view it more as there are just even though Pim thinks he understands everything, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Sam Raimi was very happy to see Doctor Octavius in this in the first in the film's first trailer, uh, praising the character's appearance and tentacle animation. There's a phrase you won't hear anywhere else: <laughs> tentacle animation. Oh, uh, while also expressing. Places. Uh, excitement to see the full <laughs> film. Now Sam Raimi's directing the Doctor Doctor Strange movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah. Uh, Tom Holland helped save this movie from cancellation by forcing renegotiations between Sony and Disney under the terms of the new deal. Not only does Spider Man No Way Home still take place within the MCU, but Spider Man can also appear in future MCU movies as well as Sony's own Spider Man franchise. Tom Holland is a superhero just on his own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The dude is just awesome. I've I've never been so uh enamored's not the right word, but it's it's like it's fine. Just, it taken? Plot- okay, platonic, taken. Platonically enamored. <laughs> I mean, he's just <laughs> he, he's 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 cool. He, I love how how just into being Spider-Man he is. Mm-hmm. I love watching interviews and tour- press tours where the other stars have to sit on him to keep him from spoiling everything he's done. Have you um, seen, do you guys watch Hot Ones? No. I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's I know great, what it is. I don't want It's a great it. YouTube uh, interview show where they oh. uh, actors get interviewed while they're eating hot, hot wings that get consistently <laughs> hotter as they go through. And uh, Tom Holland did an episode like right after this came, or right before this came out. And uh, and it's it's a pretty good episode. Uh, and have, he and Zendaya are a couple. Cannot be any cuter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, he he single handedly saved the the Spider Man franchise, and he's dating Zendaya. Like, dude, congrats! <laughs> you. <laughs> Ned wonders out loud whether or not there is another Ned out there from other uh, universes, other parallel universes. In the comics, Ned Leeds is a Daily Bugle reporter who gets brainwashed and becomes Hobgoblin. So that's, I mean, when, when he says in the movie, he says, I promise I will never become a supervillain and try to kill you. That's what he's talking about. <laughs> he's Hobgoblin. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home takes place directly after the events of Spider-Man Far From Home, meaning that it takes place in the summer slash winter of 2024. And in the scene where uh, Peter is walking up the stairway to his school and there's a big mural of famous scientists behind him, if you look in that mural, you'll see Howard Stark, uh, Dr. Abraham Erskine, and Hank Pym mixed in with all those scientists. Hmm. And and uh, I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, the Spanish dub of this movie 
they brought back the Spanish voice actors yeah. that played all these characters originally to do the voice dubs oh, cool. uh, in this. Nice. So, uh, and then I've got in my in my notes if nobody had mentioned Matt Murdock yet, don't forget about Matt Murdock. <laughs> I didn't realize how much I missed that character until I saw him on screen. I was like, "No, we need more." Yeah, and like they they could have they could have had him do that cameo and not have him do anything daredevil and it would have just been fine. It would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there was a daredevil thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So, little things that I loved in this movie. I didn't write this down, but I'm just trying to remember that. I loved that scene where uh, Murdoch caught the brick. And he's like, how did you do that? <laughs> I'm a really good lawyer. Uh, I liked that Strange knocked Peter out of his body and he was mm-hmm. still avoiding him. Yeah, because his spidey <laughs> sense. So his spidey sense. He wouldn't let him. Yeah, he's, he's like, he, how he am I supposed to be able to do this? I, that was great. <laughs> that actually, oh, and um, like Peter still has superpowers even when he's not in this body. <laughs> it's, and it's so, I get, that is one of the things that I love about Spider-Man is that by all accounts, he really, it, it seems like he shouldn't win these fights. And I understand how these super villains are so annoyed and frustrated. <laughs> and they keep getting beaten by this guy who, yes, he's super smart and yes, he's super strong, but he doesn't look like he's either of those things. He looks like mm-hmm. a dumb kid. And, he, and, and like the fact, it's, it's one thing to get beaten, but to be beaten by someone who just really seems like they shouldn't win. <laughs> and so, so like him doing that. Yeah. Best one of the best scenes in the movie. I did like the the little um, conversation with Doc Ock and uh, Tobey Maguire towards the end because Doc Ock has his mind back. You know, he's not crazy anymore. And uh, he's just like, hi, Peter, how are you, my boy? (laughs) You know, know, like, yeah, at one time they really liked each other. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) One of my favorite... No, go ahead. One of my favorite little moments in the movie when, uh, when... at the very beginning when they swing up to the top of the bridge and he, he puts MJ down and he walks on and he's thinking and she's like, ah! yeah. <laughs> he's like, Oh shit. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I got two more. Um, when uh, Andrew Garfield has to prove that he's Spider-Man is that, and he just kind of jumps up and sticks to the ceiling. And she's like, crawl around. It's like, this is this is plenty. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and, then, and then Ned's uh, Ned's grandmother like has him sweep or, or dust while he's up there or something like that. Yeah. Can you get um, a couple? Yeah, sure. Now, I did like when Tobey Maguire's uh, Spider-Man uh, reveals that his webbing comes from inside <laughs> him. <laughs> yeah. That comes out of you? Like, that came out of you? <laughs> call, call back to Civil okay. War. Because, yeah. they, because when Spider-Man's like, is that stuff coming out of you? uh and the when um when they're all working to cure the villains and uh electro is sitting at the table and they're and they're like let me ask you a question are those your legos (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're not you're never going to be able to do this you you ridiculous child (laughs) i did like it was something that never even occurred to me. Maybe it's something they mentioned in the comics. I, I you know, I'm, I don't read the comics. So the, when, who, who was it was asking 
uh, Parker for for web shooters, and he's like, "It'll tear your arm off." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. what is it like a few few days before it's on Disney Plus. Will it be on Disney this Plus? Is- because the Spider-Man movies haven't been on Disney Plus because they're Sony. Have they not? Um, hmm, I don't know. They'll be out they, there they, on demand. They're not. That I I was shocked and dismayed to discover this like a month ago when i wanted to rewatch them but yeah no i had to the sony to, still have its own platform i got them through amazon i just bought them through amazon. no you have to rent them well okay so the first three spider-man movies are available on peacock you can watch them there um spider-man the amazing spider-man one and two are both uh you can rent them on like amazon for like i don't know three dollars a piece four dollars a piece something it's not they're not expensive but that's the only way that you can see them right now. They're more expensive than they're worth. <laughs> yeah, I think that they have a. I think I think for like uh, seven or eight dollars, you can you can like buy both of them. Yeah, got. I don't. I don't know if it was a glitch. I don't know if it's some special membership something. But like a few days before Christmas, I got them for free. Like I got a I, Christmas I, present. Somebody I gave get, you a like, Christmas present. It was like like I went to buy them and it was like price zero. I was like sold. <laughs> and you sure you, you sure you didn't redeem somebody's gift card that they had put in the, uh, into the account? I mean, <laughs> technically that's possible, <laughs> but it's, it's not likely. All oh, right. and also that he that he beat uh, the mirror dimension with math. That was great. Yes. Yeah, we didn't even talk about <laughs> the fight between uh, Peter and 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 Doctor Strange in the in the weird dimension. That was fantastic. Yeah. That was another thing I didn't realize that I missed was, I mean, I, I saw the Doctor Strange movie. I like the Doctor Strange movie, but there are things that are unique to the Doctor Strange movie that, even though, you know, I've been watching the MCU for the, what the five years after that movie came out, you don't see. And that's the only film where there's only stuff that happens in a Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Like you see, you see. Iron Man do stuff in other people's movies. You see Cap do stuff in other people's movies. You see Thor do stuff in other people's movies. But the only movie where Doctor Strange, the only movie with the mirror dimension, the only movie with the hand, with the knocking your spirit out, all, that stuff only happens in Doctor Strange. No, that happened in the... Uh, I know, I know. He knocked the hook out, blah, blah. It's one time. <laughs> see, I, that's one of those I things. Mean, but I, but it's, not, it's not like an extended... You, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, there's, there's a visual style to this, to that film that I didn't realize was so unique until I saw it repeated in this film. That's, that's one of the things that I loved. That's one of the great things about the old crossover comics is you, you know, Thor shows up in a Spider-Man book and all of a sudden Spider-Man's running around Asgard. You're like, this is so weird. Like, I, <laughs> yes, the worlds are merging. Yeah. So I, I really love seeing stuff like that uh, in, in the movies when they actually get to go into you know what makes that character's world tick um yeah i my god i loved how they they redeemed both spider-men because uh, you know there were always people who were like oh man the, their villains always die and like they totally redeemed that and changed that here and i was just i was such a fan of that so, i really like how the mcu does that because the mcu really does treat the films as though they're issues of, of a comic series because in the comic books it's it's nothing for one character to cross over into another mm-hmm. comic and in this film is in these films it's nothing for captain america to show up and just be part of another movie 
or Iron Man to be in the Spider-Man movie and it's you know and and almost none of these Spider-Man movies would would work without start technology you know every 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 plot comes down to either start technology or the bad guy is somebody that hates tony stark (laughs) Mm -hmm. hey um did anybody else get like 50th anniversary doctor who special feels with this (laughs) (laughs) i mean i guess i didn't think of it that way but sure yeah i swear i had the same dumb grin on my face the entire time just yeah I was a little disappointed that they didn't do the three Spider-Men pointing at each other, but then I saw like they were taught like a, it was like a, a I don't know if it was an interview or behind the scenes or something, but they were like we totally did that. It just wasn't on camera. Yeah, special features. Yeah. Get the Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, we could so, continue this all night, but I think we'll end. Right. Here. What were you about to say, John? Go ahead. I was just, just speculation. So what happened? They sent them back. They cured them. They sent them back to the moment they were about to die. They sent them just back to the universe. They just like, what do you think happened when they went back? Well, I think that they're cured now. So they're not, well, yeah, they're, they're not cured. bad anymore. <laughs> okay. But does that mean? So, I don't so, think, so, I don't think that they were taken from the actual moment that they were about to be killed. I think they were taken from the fight that they were killed in. So it doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, here okay. comes the killing blow, and now I'm gone. I was and pretty come sure back, and, and here comes sure. the bullet that's about to kill me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was pretty sure they said that they were taken from the moments before they died. Well, so that's like, the, that's the last thing they remember. Yeah, they said that's the last thing they remember. So that so that that's what I'm asking. So Sean, you don't think you think they're just they're back? No, and I think I think it would I think it would be pretty pretty uh pretty shitty to redeem all these characters and then just send them back and have them be killed. I agree. Yes, yes, and no. <laughs> well, the, the 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 problem. I mean, the, the point was not you know do these guys live. The point was that Toby and Andrew try. Mm-hmm. They tried to make sure that they lived. They can't control it, but you know, I, I don't know how Doc Ock, for instance, gets out of that. <laughs> that well, fish, I don't. I, that it, fission Sun being in, you know, I don't know. I don't know how that happens. I agree. Like I don't like I'm saying. I don't know. If, especially if this isn't you know that's the thing with the multiverse you could say mm-hmm. that you know maybe this isn't exactly that same doc Ock. maybe you know he wasn't in that situation maybe uh, maybe the, them going back just creates another universe yeah you know the you loki, know, loki timeline branch yeah they they branch off down there <laughs> now they're in another universe where they survived but the things that happened in the movie still happened you know mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right so if you have theories about no way home or you want to have or you have something that you wish that we had said and feel free to let us know stay tuned at the end of the show we'll let you know how you can get in touch with us but uh dave thanks for joining us tonight. i want you to let everybody know where they can find you first of all thanks for having me i had a lot of fun here uh i am on uh dc on screen the podcast that talks about the dc universe properties on film and television i'm also on the star trek universe podcast i co-host over there and we talk about star trek every week so uh come join our riotous debauch <laughs> <laughs> all right rick where can we find you sir uh trying to work up the energy to have a riotous debauch i'm i now have goals <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. And John, where can we find you, sir? You can find me uh, on Captain Game Show, hosting Captain Game Show. I am not Captain Game Show, but other people play Captain Game Show, which I host. It's a game show. He's the captain, the captain of the game. Now. He's the captain of the game show. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to join us again next time on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk podcast, when you might hear John say, After uh, much consideration, I have come to the conclusion that uh, that kid's name probably wasn't actually Richie Rich. I think the poor kid just. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Fredo's going to leave without giving you a goodbye kiss. Help the show grow by leaving us a five-star rating and a review. Or support the show by visiting us at patreon.com slash infinite potato. That's the worst goodbye I've ever heard. And you stole it from a movie. Be sure to join us again soon on Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. Brought to you by infinitepotato.com. Goodbye. This concludes our broadcast day.